Ohia and the birth of Kiela's daughter. It was during the 11th month. During Ikuva, the season of thunderstorms and rough seas, that this adventure happened. Kiela and Kavika were a young couple. Kiela soon to give birth to their first child. They were happy and contented living at Kia Kalealoa Harbor on the south coast of Molokai. With all their hearts desired on this evening, they ate their fill and more of poi. Fried mullet and ulapapa or slipper lobster. They ate at Leisure with much talking, with much talking and laughter. At last, they stretched and cleaned their hands. Kavika said, Kila smiling, said to Kila smiling. I long for a canoe ride on the ocean, he shook his head. This is not a good time. True, it is calm now, but the warring winds and pounding surf of Ikuva can come at any moment in the harbor. It is tranquil and calm, but there will be heavy swills outside the point. Where do you want to go? Eastward, said Kiela with anger, angerness in her voice. I hear that is a beautiful on that side of the island. We will go another time, said Kavika. If I were you to require aid with the canoe, you might hurt yourself or the child in trying to help. Certainly, I do not want my child to be born at sea. Let it be so, said Kiela laughing. But promise me that will not go. But promise me that will go, that we will go soon. Not long afterward. During the third week of what is now November on the night of Mahalani Moon. Kavika invited his fishing friend, Kuamu, to accompany them on a short trip. With antipation, they prepared their nets and fishing gear while Kila prepared food and warm clothing. She was happy and laughing often as she did so. When it came time to step into the canoe, Kavika took her hand to help her into the canoe. At that moment, the baby in her belly kicked, placing a hand on her belly. Kila said gently, be still, dear one. I am sure this voyage will be a pleasant one. As they left the calmness in Kila Loa Harbor at Kiavanui and headed east side, Kavika and Kuamu paddled hard and fast. Kiela saw the next fish pond, which was called Puhalua. 
and spoke suddenly. Turn into the cove before we come to Po Halua. Kavika was disturbed. Such a thing is not for you to say, woman. It is for us to decide. Despite his rough answer, Kila was angry. Oh, husband, it is the words of the gods that I speak, she answered. They have instructed me to destruct this journey. Kavika was even more disturbed. It is not the custom, woman. You are repose yourself and be silent. Kila turned away, wrapped herself in a kiwi or tapa wrap, and settled herself onto the bottom of the canoe. Kuomu had not spoken, but he felt uneasy. Kavika, if the felt uneasy, Kavika. If the gods have spoken to Kila to to direct us, then by all means let us turn into the cove when Kavika did not answer. Kuamu added slightly, It is not the cove where we make Moli. Young Mua lingered at this time of year. Kavika allowed himself to pursue, and they turned into the cove. As they came closer to the shore, they saw schools of of Moali near the sandy beach. Quickly, they cast their nets and filled a section of the canoe with a little with a little fish then Kila said let us move on this time Kavika said nothing but took up his paddle for the rest of the night they paddled as night was falling they came to another cove where Kila said here we must turn in the beach the in the canoe it is necessary that we share fish with the people here then I must go to Hienu with some fish for my ancestors, the gods. We must make haste for Mualii. They are so tender, they spoil easily. Rest in the canoe, said Kavika and Kiela. Kuamu and I will take the fish to the village with laden baskets. They towed off with the fish and were soon gone from sight. Kiela could not rest and instead lit a fire and began cooking some fish. Suddenly, she heard a whining sound and looked up sharply. Firelight gained in, on her eyes in the circle of darkness, and she knew she had attracted a pack of kuapua, or mana dogs. She threw them the cooked fish, feeling frightened and lonely. The baby kicked visually, and she felt the first strong contraction. Abandoned the fire, she went to the canoe and made herself as comfortable as she could. She was very hungry, and as if she, and as if she was reading her mind, a kuapua brought Kiela a piece of the cooked fish. She took it gratefully and ate visually but she was still not satisfied until she also took up some of the ramuali in the canoe and ate them as as well the pack of kuapaas 
surrounded the canoe, but she no longer felt afraid of them. She contractions continued, and she knew that her child would be born at night. I beg you, she spoke to the Koapoas, go to Hoku Kanuhia and fetch my husband. Howling and leaping, the Koapoas disappeared into the darkness and loneliness and fear. Kila began to weep. Just then, a man's voice spoke kindly out of the darkness. Why are you crying? Can I help you? Kila saw no one, but answered without fear. My baby will be born soon, and there's no one to help me. I will bring to you, said the man's voice. Whom shall I bring you? I want my kahu, or nurse, Liloa, but she lives at Kalai. Many miles away, replied Kila. I will bring her, promised the man. Kila did not know that it was Ka'ohele, the fastest runner on Molokai, or Rome, darkness was no barrier. Meanwhile, the Kupoas had arrived at the Hokukanu and howled their message to Kahuna. When they understood, they immediately began chatting, chanting, May the gods keep the young woman in safety and ease her pain until help arrives. Kavika and Kuamu at once ran back to the canoe where they found Kiela hotted, suffering greatly from the birth pangs. Kavika helped her walk up and down the sandy beach which great, greatly eased her. When a light drizzle began to fall, Kavika urged, let us return to the canoe where we will be dry. No, said Kiela. I feel better walking. Oh, how I wish my kahu were here. Kavika teased her. You said you would give birth to your first child with no help at all. Kiela had no laughter for his teasing. I did not know it would be like this, she whispered. Just then, she heard a call. And out of the darkness leaped Kaohele with Liloa on his back, amazed. And the kahu said, he was born me all the way. He leaped me over the gullies and ran through ravens to find the shortest way. He is truly a me'e or hero. Kila greeted her with relief and Kaohele with gratitude. But there was no time for a speech. A loud peal of thunder sounded and the rain began to hiss down. Kavika carried Kila into the canoe with her kahi'i. Kavika and Kuamu made a shelter, bracing their backs against the lashing rain. The wind blew a gale and the canoe rocked. Suddenly, they heard the wail of the child. Liloa cried, It is a daughter, O Kavika. Kavika had wanted a son, but his disappointment disappeared in his joy at the birth. We shall, what shall we name her? He asked, because she is so fat, joked Liloa. Let us call her Nunupi. Fat. No, said Kila. Let us name her Ohiakia, the Pale Mountain, the Pale Mountain Apple, because she was born here, where the stream from the Ohia Gulch empties into the sea, in the location where the gods directed us ashore. The child was far, was fair, and Kila spoke the truth. 
Kovika agreed with the name. And thus, a few days later, they return in rejoicing to Kalae Loa Harbor at Keavinui. As she held her daughter in her arms, Kila thought, someday we will return to Ohia and live there. And so it is.